there, all you wonderful souls tuning into Connection Over Perfection today. I am Amber McRae, your guide through the twists and turns of meaningful connections, and I am beyond excited for today's episode. We've got a guest who's about to light up your day. You might know her as Elizabeth or Lizzie, but in the realm of spiritual exploration, she's the captivating Meditation 5D. Brace yourself for an adventure filled with insights that'll spark your curiosity and leave you pondering the mysteries of the universe. Now let's talk about Lizzie, or should I say Meditation 5D. She's not just a name. She's a remarkable soul wearing many hats. From being an intuitive guide to a shaman, a spiritual healer, and a mystic, she's woven a tapestry of wisdom that's about to unravel before us. But here's the juicy twist. Lizzie's story isn't just about her. It's a story that beautifully entwines with her boyfriend, Corey's, who you guys met last week, forming a love story woven with the threads of transformation and healing. It's like the universe orchestrated their paths to meet at a crossroads of personal growth and love's magic. Now, get ready to dive deep into the ether realm of 5D consciousness. Lizzie is about to take us on a journey beyond the ordinary, where higher understanding resides. But that's not all. Holistic healing and the enchanting art of attraction are on the menu also. We'll explore how these pieces fit together and the puzzle of our lives, helping us foster connections with ourselves and the world around us. Get ready to expand your horizons and let the transformative energy flow. Welcome, my beautiful friend, Lizzie. It is an honor to have you here. Thank you. It's such an honor to be here. And that was just absolutely beautiful. Like I have goosebumps from just hearing that, that the hair on my arm is like standing straight up. So that was amazing. <laughs> so that means spirit is coming in and confirming <laughs> like, yes, 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 yes. So that was amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Yes, of course. Okay. So we're going to jump right in. Lizzie, we find your understanding of 5D consciousness fascinating and shadow work um, amazing. Can you tell us more about what 5D means to you and how these concepts have brought, you know, awareness to your life and relationships and ultimately leading to a deeper connection with yourself and others? Absolutely. So, so 3D consciousness is where a lot of us have been for a very long time and it has it's mostly materialistic and it has a lot to do with being separate so like i am separate from you or i am separate from that tree or that horse or that bird i am separate from the earth so really if if you really look at it it all boils down to in my opinion kind of like this narcissism this collective narcissism and i really also believe that narcissism is one of the biggest issues that we have on the planet right now and it's one of the biggest reasons why so many of us so many people are suffering and unable to connect and they feel isolated and alone so yeah, so that's what 3D consciousness is. And what's happening right now, which is amazing, and I feel so thankful to be alive for this, 
is that we are actually moving into 5D consciousness. So we are spiritually ascending. And so it's like this big spiritual awakening. And through this process, we go through these different steps, you could say, or stages of awakening. And so for 3D, we are kind of unconscious. We're, we're unaware. We're just kind of robotic. Um, we do our day-to-day -day things, don't really pay attention to our emotional health, spiritual health. It's all about materialistic. So like that American dream, working nine to five, making money, all of that. Very robotic. A lot of us have parents and grandparents who are still stuck in that. And I think it's, it's the matrix really. It's, um, so, so what's been happening recently is a lot of us have come to this place where we begin to awaken and with that comes this dark night of the soul and the dark night of the soul is something that can be very scary, anxiety provoking. And basically we come to this place where we are forced to question our beliefs our belief systems, our core beliefs, and our values, and pretty much everything that we know to be true about our existence as we know it. So <laughs> it makes sense that it would be really scary because when we are forced to question our beliefs, it basically means that everything from here on out is total uncertainty. And we like to have that sense of certainty. We like to know what to what to expect next, what's going to come next. It's just natural human um, instincts. Like we need to know what to expect. Um, so this is where it's so important to surrender and and trust in this process. Um, because the dark night of the soul doesn't last forever. And what happens once we get through that is we we get to this new level of consciousness. And so through this process, we go from 3D to 4D. And so 4D is like a gateway to 5D. And when we're in 4D consciousness, what's happening is we're going back and forth from 3D to 4D to 5D. Like we'll go in and out. And it's, it's really like we're just this big ball of yarn that's unraveling. And we're like, wait a minute, I don't, I don't, I'm not ready for this. I don't want to unravel anymore. Wait a minute. And so you're going to go back into 3d because you're scared. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's going back and forth and it's, it's just a natural part of this process where we get this new level of consciousness. And so as we get to this 5d consciousness, we start to actually, connect with our higher selves and connect with spirit and connect with um, interdimensional beings and ascended masters and um, whatever it is that the person believes in um, they're gonna they're gonna be connecting with because where your focus goes energy flows so once we make that connection with spirit, that's when we're in 5D consciousness. And what happens after that is we actually begin to embody the spirit that we're connecting with. Um, and for me, like my ascended master that I've connected with the strongest through my journey is actually Jesus. I astral traveled to him 
Um, it was like the most exciting thing that's ever happened to me. Like I, I saw Jesus and I hugged him and I was like this giddy little freaking girl. Like I was just giddy and excited and laughing and so happy. And I'm not religious at all. I want to put that out there. I am not religious at all. I think there's a huge difference between religion and who Jesus actually was as a person. Like he was able to become the highest form of a human possible. And so with that, I think it's amazing. And so my goal is to really embody the consciousness of Christ. And it's very heart-centered and loving. And it, it gives us our power. Like our the power, the Christ is within. Our own power is comes from us. Our own power comes from us. So that's the difference between religion and Christ, in my opinion. So 5D consciousness is all about connection. So we feel connected to the planet. We feel connected to the universe. We feel connected even to uh, higher dimensions. And... And it's also about love, like an abundance of love. That's really what it's all about. That's really the biggest lesson any of us can take, can, can learn while we are incarnated here on this amazing planet is love. And it's, all, it's about all of the love that we take back after we're done here. We take it back to the universe. Um, so with 3D consciousness, it's like competition and who has more material stuff. And 5D consciousness is really about oneness, unity. There's no separation and there's no good or bad either. Like we also understand that every soul is on its own journey to learn different lessons and that's okay. Like there's nothing wrong with that because it's just a part of the process. So just because one person is in this state of 5D consciousness and another person isn't, doesn't mean it like it doesn't mean that I'm better than anybody else for being able to take on 5D consciousness. It just means I'm in a different phase of my spiritual development. So so yeah, so that that's my best explanation of 5D consciousness. Yeah, that was beautiful. So I, I think I hear you saying that in a nutshell, there's three levels of consciousness and basically two planes, love and fear. Yes. And fear is really 3D consciousness, which we've been programmed to be in by lots of different things. We were born in love. We were born in 5D consciousness, but because of the way things are, it shifted to that 3D consciousness. And when you have these paradigm shifts, you begin to enter into 4D consciousness where you are expanding and opening up your mind and being able to tap into 5D consciousness where it's not so much about the material things. It's not about like you said, comparing, it's, um, it's something so much bigger than that. The interconnectedness, the connectedness versus disconnect from everything. And I think that that, that fear really disconnects us in that 3d consciousness, um, is all about disconnect. I mean, if you look anywhere, the whole goal is to disconnect you from yourself, your food, nature, others, world, everything. Right. Mm -hmm. So then that 4D and having those paradigm shifts really allows you to, you're in that in-between 
where you're tapping in, but still not fully all feet in. And because that's natural, we're human. It's, you know, there's so much programming around us that it's not an easy process to be fully in 5D. And so in 5D, it's that you lead out of love and you trust and the universe has your back. You're not in that victim mentality. You're in that trust. Is that close to what you're saying? Absolutely. It's love and fear. 3D is fear. 5D is love. And there's always going to be an in-between. You know, it's processing. And really, 4D, the in-between, is an opportunity to to have that healing crisis, like to let ourselves heal, to let ourselves feel all of those things we don't want to feel, because feeling is healing. So we have to. And it's really also like the collective shadow. Like, we have to see the shadow. We have to acknowledge that it's there. Because if we don't acknowledge that it's there, we have no way to determine with our own discernment which path we would like to take if we ignore the collective shadow and our own personal shadow. So that's why shadow work is so important. And there's nothing to be afraid of because the second that we decide to be afraid and engage with our fear and allow our fear to make decisions for us, we're pushing the stop button on our spiritual ascension. We're pushing the stop button on our evolution. So fear is the stop button. So that's what 4D is for. It's like this comfy little waiting room where we can, we're not quite sure. We can go back into 3D if we want, um, but then we can go back into the waiting room. And once we do this healing and, and confront our shadow, face our shadow and do this integration, then the door to 5D swings way open wide and Once you get to this state of 5D consciousness, it is very hard, if not impossible, to go back to 3D consciousness. So it's amazing. (laughs) I would agree with that. (laughs) So um, I think I hear you saying, too, that shadow work is such a big part. And it it really is a buzzword right now and for a purpose. Mm -hmm. I think that I don't know if you've experienced this, but... For so long, I have been told that the shadow parts of me are bad, that that they're negative and shameful. And somewhere along my journey, um, I realized that those are just parts of me Mm -hmm. and they make up the whole me and they're not bad. They're just me. And when I was able to release that guilt and shame and own my story, all parts of me and love on those parts, because we're human, we all have those parts and that, you know, just most people don't talk about them, but they're very natural and normal. And I love talking about those taboo topics that, you know, are hidden and people just don't talk about because everybody has them and growing up very religious, that was definitely, I think, a programming that those thoughts and those feelings were bad and shameful. And I connected that to who I was as my whole self. And until I could release that and own those parts of me and know that they weren't holding me back, I wasn't fearful of people seeing those parts of me that hold released because I no longer, they, 
I was no longer ashamed. Mm -hmm. And so if I wasn't ashamed and I wasn't holding them against me, nobody else could either. And the crazy, beautiful thing about shadow work is the more that you embrace it and the more that you begin to love those parts and talk about it, you will find so many people being attracted to you because they want that. We don't want to be in that shameful, it's icky and Mm -hmm. it feels shitty and we don't want to be there. And so we're like, oh, other people are talking about this. Other people, it's normal and natural. So just to touch on that shadow work part, I'm really glad that you mentioned that because I think maybe a lot of listeners don't know what shadow work is. And and really it's just getting, in my opinion, and correct me, you know, if I'm wrong and what, if you have a different view, is that it's really just getting to know those inner parts of us that we have turned off or told that we're bad. Is that kind of close? Absolutely. Absolutely. You're, you're completely right about all of this. And as children, specifically before the age of eight, most all of us, if not all of us, are actually forced to push away parts of ourselves from ourselves in order to survive because we are completely dependent on our parents, our family, our community to survive because we're little. We have no choice. So what happens is we push all of we push ourselves away from ourselves and then as adults we get to this place where we feel broken We don't feel whole. We don't feel congruent about anything. A part of us wants one thing and then another part of us wants another thing. So we're fragmented and it makes it really, really hard to make even like simple decisions about things like when we have these parts that we pushed away. And so really that's, that's the shadow, um, things that we pushed away because we felt shame or we felt embarrassed or um, we felt like something was wrong with us. So it's normal for everybody to do that. So it's not our fault that we had to do that. But like as adults, it's totally our responsibility to call those parts back and to reintegrate so we can become whole again. And we can live in our, our light, our fullest, we can reach our fullest potential. And so there's an exercise that I, I do actually for this that is incredibly helpful. And it has a lot to do with inner child work. But um, most of us are, we're shamed for everything, like being too loud, wanting to play, get messy, explore. Our sexuality, our sexuality is our life force energy, And that's the biggest thing that's been shamed on everybody. And the reason for that is because if we fully understood what that energy can do for us in our lives, there would be no outside force that could control any of us. So that's another thing too. I love everything you're saying. (laughs) I, our conversations could last forever. You said a few things that I want to touch on before we move forward. You were talking about the shadow work, and I really see that as being connected to self Mm -hmm. and reconnecting to self. And like you were saying, I'm really glad that you brought up the trauma part because so many listeners, so many people that I know and work with have gone through extremely traumatic experiences that have, like you said, required them from disconnect from their self. And so um, 
the work that we help people do is reconnect to self. And like you were saying, when we're able to do that, we're able to trust, begin to trust ourselves. And that's one of those first steps to being able to have that paradigm shift is like you said, to know what is right and wrong, Mm -hmm. to know what is good for us. You were saying that most people can't even make small decisions because they they don't have that confidence. They're so disconnected and they don't trust themselves. Does that sound close? Exactly. Yes, exactly. And then one other part that I wanted to touch on is, could you explain, because I know um, narcissist is another word that's being used a lot right now. I know what it means for me. Could you just explain to the listeners kind of what narcissism means to you? So narcissism is basically the consequence of not healing and refusing to acknowledge the shadow. Complete refusal to do any sort of shadow work because that ego is clinging so tight for that person's own survival. So it's a coping mechanism and it doesn't mean that the person is bad. It means that the person is wounded and hurt people hurt people. And so that's the thing is it's the consequence. It's the result of not being able to heal from a place of total fear. I think that's a beautiful definition. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. Yeah. You talked a lot about 5D and 3D consciousness. Could you tell us a little bit about your journey and how you started on this? Absolutely. So from a really young age, my mom always told me that I was psychic and I would see spirits and I would tell her about them and scare her. And (laughs) so I think I was born really intuitive. And my my primary Claire is, I'm an empath, so clairsentient, so I feel everything. And it's been that way my whole life. I've gone my whole life feeling other people's emotions and not understanding that they weren't mine. They were other people's emotions. And so it was rough. So I had a really rough childhood. Even my young adult years were super difficult. So what really kind of catapulted me into my own spiritual awakening was I reunited with a boyfriend that I was with when I was 13, we got back together when I was 27. So like 15 years had gone by and we hadn't seen each other. And then we got back together. And so when I got back together with him, I was like, oh, this is going to be great because he was my first love and it's going to be rainbows and butterflies and fantastic. (laughs) And we had a lot of, a lot of our time spent together was fun. We did have so some really good times, but there were a ton of lessons involved in that relationship too. And the first thing that I went through was I actually helped his grandmother who had cancer. I went to all of her appointments with her for chemotherapy and radiation. And doing this really woke me up to our modern medicine and pharmaceuticals and all of that. It woke me up a lot because I I truly wanted to help her heal. And so I did some deep research and I learned a lot of things that scared me, to be honest. And so that was like, that was a dark night of the soul for me is just seeing another person go through that process. And so that's when I began to, um, I started being very conscious about what I was putting into my body, what I was eating and exercise and I 
realize the importance of emotional health. And I really started connecting the dots between emotions and disease and how this energy can be trapped in a person's body if they don't find a way to release it and heal. And so from my own experience with helping my ex-boyfriend's grandmother, I realized that she had trapped emotions. She actually, she passed away from uterine cancer, but her last couple days, like two days before she passed away, she confessed that when she was a little girl, she was molested. And she held on to that her whole life. She didn't tell anybody about it her whole life. And so it just, it, it breaks my heart just even talking about it, that she felt like she couldn't tell anybody because she felt so much shame for what happened to her, that she stored that energy in her body and ended up getting sick from it. And so I'm so thankful though, that I was able to go through that with her to be a part of her experience because I learned so much from her and her experience even though it was very scary and at times traumatizing the what i learned from that is like invaluable so so that kind of put me through my first dark night of the soul and then um after she passed away i started to really focus on emotional well-being emotional health because i was scared that i could have been holding on to the same well not the same but similar emotions and so I wanted to release them. And so what happened was I just, I had this breakdown basically. I called my sister crying from the bathtub and it was full dark night. I was questioning everything about my entire existence. And I told her, I was like, I think I'm going to die. I don't know what's going on. I was totally disoriented. I almost checked myself into a mental hospital. I'm like, I can't do this. I'm, I'm scared. Why is my heart racing? What's wrong with me? And so I called her crying from the bathtub. And then I went and I sat in my closet and I had a talk with my guides and angels. And I said, okay, you guys. And I said this out loud to them. I said, if you're really with me and if you're really supporting me, you need to show up and you need to let me know because I can't do this anymore. I cannot do this anymore. I'm scared. I'm a total hypochondriac. I went through all of this stuff. I had all of these realizations about the medical industry. It's an industry, pharmaceutical industry, emotional health, mental health, spiritual health. I don't know what's going on. And so I said that to them. I said, you guys need to show me that you're really here because if you don't, then I quit. I'm done. And so what happened was I woke up the next morning to these this loud banging on my roof. And I was like, what the heck is going on? It was like 8am. And so I walked outside and there was hail coming down the size of dinner plates. And that had never happened in the town that I lived in before ever. The size of dinner plates. So I took that as the sign that my angels and guides were like, hell yes, we're here. I love that. And <laughs> so that was all I needed to move forward and continue. And when that happened, um, I'm like, okay, so you guys are real. You guys are definitely real. So I'm going to keep going. And so what I did was I, I got certified in hypnosis and then I took a Tony Robbins seminar. It was online and it was amazing. It basically rewired my nervous system. 
and it, it helped me get into this place of momentum. And then I got certified in meditation. So I'm a med meditation practitioner and teacher. And after getting certified in meditation, I really started to follow Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza. And I've been doing his meditations for a couple of years now, and they have absolutely changed my life. They kind of, um, they really helped me spiritually ascend on so many levels. Dr. Joe Dispenza's meditations. And then I decided to study tarot and I took a class for remote viewing, past life regression. I did the nine rites of the Munaiki with um, its shaman, shamanism. And I also did womb healing, which is the 13th rite. And then I became a Reiki master, a life coach, and I studied astrology and video production. And then I started my TikTok account. And then I took a, I just finished a six month long course on intuition development. So yeah. So you're just fucking amazing is what you are. Well, thank you. <laughs> that's, that's so much. So I think I hear you saying that your journey really began when you were caring for your ex-boyfriend's grandmother yeah. and just seeing everything and experiencing that and experiencing the medical industry, like you were saying, and then how her body stored that and, and connecting all of that, you really began to tap into that 4D, asking those questions, becoming aware. And I think it's the questions for me. It's always the questions when you begin to ask the questions and then doing the research and, and finding different answers than what you've always had. And like you were saying, you went through this really big dark night of the soul and you were like, what is my life? Everything's been a lie. And and knowing you had always been very intuitive. And so, you know, calling on your guides and saying, hey, listen, we've had this connection, but I need to know, like, for sure, if this is my path, because this shit is too much. Yes. And like you were saying, for so many people, we want you guys to know that it it can be very scary when you begin to question. It can be very overwhelming and it can be very fearful. Yeah. And so I think it is important to find people and to find a good tribe and others who have gone through the dark night of the soul <laughs> so they can maybe help guide you. Yes. <laughs> but um, I love the dinner plates. That that was great. Um, and just that confirmation and what you needed that really just launched you forward. And you're like, okay. That's what I needed. And you just, you just hit the ground running and you haven't stopped. Is that close? Yes, exactly. Exactly. That was probably a little over a year ago. And yes, basically what you said, I hit the ground running and I have not stopped and I will not stop because really everything is about awareness, becoming aware of the world around us and aware of ourselves and aware of our shadow, because without this awareness, we have no direction. So awareness of our thoughts, that's where meditation comes in. When we become aware of our thoughts, a whole new world opens up for us because something magical happens. And that magical thing that happens is that we realize that our thoughts have zero to do with who we are. Our thoughts have nothing to do with who we are. And when I had that realization, my life, like my life became a freaking party. I was jumping up and down and excitement and relief and gratitude. 
because you connect to your higher self. You realize that you are so much more than what you thought you were because the program told you that you were small and you were limited and you weren't worth anything. But when you become aware of the program, it didn't, it's no longer a program. Yes. And so our thoughts are yes. the program. And so when we can allow our thoughts to float by without judging them or engaging with them, that's when we can discern our thoughts from our intuitive messages. We, can under, we understand the difference. And then once we understand the difference between our thoughts and our intuitive messages, we can start trusting the guidance that's coming in from our guides and angels and ascended masters. And we can start applying it to our life and following it, walking down that path. So it's, a, it's an amazing, amazing thing. Meditation is absolutely life-changing. And I, I love how you explain that. And I don't know about for you, but for me, when I had that paradigm shift, I was like, what else do I not know? I want to know all of the things, all of the things. And I want to, I want all the books. I want to take all the courses. Yeah. And that's what happens. This whole new world opens up for you. That's what 5D is all about. The fifth dimension is understanding that we really know nothing. There's, we, we know some stuff, but in the entire universe, we are so small and it's so exciting because that means that there is so much to explore and learn about. It's never ending. Yes. It's just amazing. And also another thing that helps, and I always tell all of my clients this, like when I'm doing a reading for someone, when you meditate, one of the best things that you can do is you want to go as high up. You want to float as high up out of your body as you possibly can and get that bird's eye view. So you can see the bigger picture of things. Because when you do that, our, t our small problems don't matter at all. Like this, this 3D crap that we worry about is so insignificant when you can see the bigger picture. I definitely agree. I love that. And you've mentioned meditation. You know, your focus on meditation and healing and attracting truly resonates with me and I think most of our audience. So can you share how holistic nutrition and understanding the vibrational frequencies and I know those are two big things, but have played a part in, you know, raising your consciousness um, and contributing to manifesting your beautiful love story with Corey. It's huge. And actually, it's really funny because I was just talking to my older sister. She's a hypnotist. And she told me that I have food synesthesia, where it's like for every piece of food, I actually have an emotion connected to it. And I didn't even know that about myself until I pointed it out. I've never even heard of that. That's fascinating. I didn't hear about that either. So I, I suppose in a way I could also be some sort of a food psychic, which is interesting. And it's new information to me too. But I have always, well, not always, but after my spiritual awakening, I decided to start eating intuitively. I would let my intuition tell me what to put into my body. And I started to really intuitively feel out the frequency of the food because everything 
has a vibration. Everything has a frequency. And so I became really mindful with that. With animals, I, I tried to stop. I tried to go vegetarian and it was really hard for me. I think for some people, some people need to eat meat to stay grounded. But I also believe that it's horrific the way that animals are treated. And so it, that's something to pay very close attention to. Like when I go to eat a piece of steak, I think about that cow and the life that it had. And I thank it and I say a prayer for it. And I'll reeky my food. And I try to, I try to really only eat like grass fed, free range animals that were treated well. Um, so it's just little things like that, like even like produce organic. I, I do all organic, everything organic. Um, I'm just very aware of everything that I put into my body. And you do feel the difference. If you eat crap, you're going to feel like crap. <laughs> so it's just the way that it is. And honestly, it's an essential part of spiritual ascension is eating high vibrational foods because our bodies are actually psychic reception centers and we want to make sure that our channels are clear and so if we're clogging ourselves up with a bunch of crap it's going to be really hard to connect and get these um, intuitive messages if that makes sense that's a whole other like podcast episode <laughs> I'm writing it down that's our next podcast episode yes yes no it does make so much sense and you know I could talk to you about this for hours. It's definitely something that I'm passionate about. I, I think, especially now, we've become so disconnected from our food and our food is not even really food. And I think that there's a fine line there as well. And I know a lot of people who are starting this journey, it can be very overwhelming. I know when I first became aware, I actually had anxiety attacks when I went to the store because I was like, oh, this is all poison. Yeah. <laughs> what am I supposed to feed my family? Yeah. And it goes back to that, you know, that trust where a lot of people say, okay, organic is an organic. And for me personally, I have to trust in something. Yes. Because I need to eat. Yes. And so I do the best that I can with what I have. Mm -hmm. And I put my money where I do want it to go. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of my clients always ask about that and talk about that. And I tell them, you know, baby steps, incorporate mm -hmm. one new organic thing. You don't have to go out and flip your whole kitchen. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can. I just, I don't know anybody who has that kind of money right now. Oh, yeah. So there are small things that you can do to begin that process. Yes. And how do you think all of this really contributed to you meeting Corey and your guys' connection? It's such a wild, like, I guess you could say fairy tale type of story because parts of it, I'm like, wait, how did that even happen? It's one of those things where there's like so many synchronicities, like so many things lined up in the universe in such a perfect way for us to cross path. It really blows my mind. So basically we both had our TikTok accounts and I was in this place where my last relationship was ending and I made a commitment to myself to live as authentically as I could and be myself no matter what. And I also gave my life to spirit. And this was a few months before I met Corey. And what I mean by that is 
every morning I sun gaze at sunrise. So I'll stare at the sun for about seven minutes or so. And I'll play this really cool song. And it's just about surrendering and trusting spirit to lead me and guide me in my life. And so I came to this place of total surrender and authenticity because I knew that that's all my guides and ancestors want is for me to step into my life purpose. And the way we do that is by being completely authentic to who we are. And also surrendering my life to spirit allowed me to live in a way that was fearless. So all of the fear that I had about judgment and criticism, it's all been wiped out because of this surrender. Getting out of the ego is the ultimate goal. And I still have some ego. We all have ego. It, it's protective. So ego isn't bad. It saves our asses sometimes. We need it. <laughs> it's not bad. But surrendering as much as we can is really going to help us get out of our ego. And we, we want to live as authentically as we can because if we don't live authentically, then we can't possibly know what we want or where we want to go in life. And with that, we can't possibly enter into a relationship that's going to be one that meets our needs because we don't even know what our needs are if we're living with all of these masks on. So, so I made that decision to surrender and I was scrolling through my TikTok feed and I saw this video. It caught my attention. It was this guy with his shirt off laying on his deck and Alan Watts was talking in the video. And Alan Watts is actually one of the first people. Alan Watts is a legend, really, who helped me wake up back in 2016. And so I'm like, okay, there's a really hot guy with his shirt off laying on this beautiful deck in nature, listening to Alan Watts. I'm like, whoa, who is this? <laughs> and so he got my attention. <laughs> and yeah, totally got my attention. <laughs> And so I just, I, I went into his live and I was like, hey, where are you? Like, where are you located? And he just started talking to me. He was like, hey, Meditation 5D, I'm in Idaho. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And also, okay, so a few weeks before I saw this video, something came over me. Like, for some reason, I wanted to learn how to do the shuffle. Like, I wanted to start dancing. For I didn't know why, though. So I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm going to do the freaking shuffle. And I called it the tarot shuffle. And so I made a video that I put up of me doing a tarot shuffle, like dancing the shuffle dance. And I put it on my TikTok. So I saw Corey's video with Alan Watts. And then a few days later, a, another video of his came up where he was dancing like a wild man in the cabin, like just dancing, like super free and himself. And I'm like, okay, who is this? So I go to his profile and it says authentically unfolding, no matter how messy, something along those lines. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. So we just went from there. So I went into his live and I was like, okay, well, I got to go. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a twerk video. And he was like, tag me, I'll duet you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so I tagged him. 
And then he sent me a message. He was like, that was really hot. And I was like, heck yeah. <laughs> and so that's how we started talking. And <laughs> eventually he came out to see me. He drove for like nine hours to see me. And I met him. And that's when all of these synchronicities started happening. Um, it's stuff that like you explain to other people, but nobody believes you because it's so magical. So all these synchronicities started happening. And then we went to Mount Shasta while he was out here visiting. And it was on the 777 portal. And we walked up to this area where people were meditating in groups. And there was a wedding. And it was the most peaceful, surreal thing I had ever walked into in my entire life. And we were both just looking at each other like, is this really happening? It was like walking into heaven. That's my comparison. It was like walking into heaven. And it was amazing because this these groups of people who were meditating were actually, it was my vision happening in real time for what I want to do with Meditation 5D is to encourage everyone globally to meditate so they can heal and they can ascend. And so this was playing out in front of my eyes and Corey was right there. And we were both just looking at, at each other. Our eyes were wide, we're like, whoa. And looking back, I think that that is the moment where we both went from that 4D consciousness into 5D consciousness. Hmm. And it was amazing. So, oh, thank you so much for sharing that story. So, I think I hear what you're saying is that moving into that 4D, becoming aware of what you're putting in your body, around your body, stepping out of fear and, and tapping into love and trusting that the universe has your back and really going from living in so much fear and not really living mm -hmm. to saying, you know what, I want to live this life. Yes. And I'm tired of being held down. I'm tired of living in fear. I'm tired of not loving myself and I'm tired of not having fun. Yes. And so that shift really led you to be able to do things that you may not have done, like reached out to Corey or, you know, done all of these other things. And so all those little baby steps that you took really led you to this relationship and this connection. And then together, like almost solidifying it by being on that mountain. And I have to say, you guys are in Shasta right now, right? Yes, <laughs> so we are. We're back. Though, right? That's beautiful. <laughs> I love that. We're back. We can't help it. <laughs> Because I, I do a lot of relationship readings for people who are struggling. And what I tell everyone is that you have to become the person that you want to be in a relationship with first. So if you want to be in a relationship with someone who is in shape and eats well, you better get your ass in shape and you better start eating well. Yes. If you want to be in a relationship with someone who is fun and outgoing, you better get out of the house, go on a hike, meet new people, have new experiences. You have to become the person that you want to be in a relationship with. And that's how you come together. And when you just would you make that decision to live as authentically as you can, the universe supports you with that fully. So everything that you need in your life 
is going to show up because you become a vortex to receive because you're living in your truth. And so with Corey, he was doing the same thing. We were both at the same exact vibrational frequency in our spiritual ascension in that 4D consciousness. We were both just at the same exact frequency and that's how we came together. And now what's happening and it's beautiful is we are continuing this ascension. And so another thing I tell people is that you don't want to fall in love. You don't want to lose yourself to somebody else. You want to rise in love. I love you that. You want to rise with this person. And so that's what we've been doing. I love that. It's very evident from watching you two, the way that you guys talk to each other, about each other, the way that you look at each other. I just, I love it. You guys are too damn cute. And I know so many people are wanting to meet that type of person. And I think it's so important that you said, we have to be that person before we can meet that person. I just commented on one of my TikToks about that this morning is people want that safe love and people want a very safe love where they're seen, heard and valued, where they're validated. And I was telling somebody, I was like, you have to do that. You have to be that before you can receive that. And I think that that's really huge. Yes. You have to create that safety for yourself. Yes. Emotional safety. You've got to create that for yourself, which means that you have to sit with your uncomfortable emotions without judging them or pushing them away. And you have to feel them and let them come up and let this happen in a very safe and loving way. Yes. Because otherwise... We're just in this state where we are wanting healing to come from an external place. We want that person that we're with to be our hero, to be our white knight, to save us. But we're never going to get this harmonious, loving, peaceful relationship unless we can create a harmonious, peaceful, loving relationship with ourselves first. Right. And you were talking earlier, and I think it's so important to kind of go back to that, is that... This journey and healing and doing all of these things really helps you understand what you like, what you don't like, what feels good to you, what doesn't feel good, learning who the fuck you are. Because how are you supposed to be in a beautiful relationship and want this other person to understand you when you don't even understand yourself? Exactly. Exactly. We're, yeah, when you're still in that place of being fragmented, this other person is going to have to get to know you and 20 other of you. And so there, there's going to be some confusion there. Right. There's going to be a lot of what the fuck <laughs> moments. <laughs> like, so we can bypass that by just doing the work, doing the shadow work. Ask that little kid, your inner child, talk to your inner child, say, okay, so how old are you right now? They'll tell you. What do you need from me right now? They'll tell you. And then you say, okay, I'm going to give this to you. Do you want to come with me? Do you want to come back in here and I'll keep you safe? And usually they do. And so you pull this little kid back into your heart and you keep, you keep them safe. And that's how we heal our inner child. And um, that exercise is incredibly powerful in case anyone wants to give it a shot. I love that. It is extremely powerful. Um, I just had a counseling session the other day where my counselor took me on that little journey again. And I've been on this healing journey for 
over 10 years. So it's not something that just goes away. We keep free tapping into that. We keep talking to that that little girl, you know, our inner child. Absolutely. Yeah. You are just so talented and so smart. I love your brain and I love listening to you. What is one thing that we could leave with the listeners? What would you suggest for people who maybe are in 3D or even probably if they're listening to this, most likely in 4D? (laughs) What beginning step? Because a lot of people get stuck. Mm -hmm. Where do I start? What would you tell them? So the thing that helped me the most is meditation, hands down, which is why it's my business name, Meditation 5D, because I believe that if everybody meditated, we wouldn't have any problems straight up. So by us meditating, what we're doing is we're actually healing the world as a whole. The way that I see it is we are like cells. Um, so in the same way that we have cells running through in our body, in our blood, we are the cells of the earth. And so we want to connect with the earth and communicate with the earth and communicate with each other in the same way that our cells need to communicate with each other to keep us healthy. So it's really collective. So meditating, even if it's just two to three minutes a day, you can do it sitting on the toilet. Two to three minutes a day is nothing. If you can do it two to three minutes a day, every day, then after about a month, maybe sooner, you're going to have this realization that your thoughts have nothing to do with who you are. And when you have that realization, the goosebumps on my arm are proving it. You will have this breakthrough and your life will never be the same again, ever. And it will be in a incredible way. Like your life will change in a incredible way. And also one other thing I want to add is that everything that you could ever want or dream of or imagine is on the other side of fear. Yeah, that is profound. So I think I hear you saying that meditation (laughs) would be that first step and to continue that, that it's been so powerful in your life, not just your life, but your clients, everyone that you've met on this journey. Yeah. Meditation is definitely a an essential tool. Absolutely. And to piggyback that just not just emotionally, mentally, spiritually, but also it's, it's proven scientifically to physically heal your body. Yes. You'll start getting younger. Like I look and feel better than I did when I was in my twenties, like 10 years ago. It's fucking great. Like, I feel like I'm like a teenager again. So yeah, physically, like it will, you will start to youth. It will reverse aging. It's it's absolutely amazing. And you touched on, um, you know, our thoughts and being separate from our thoughts. One book that really helped me understand that was The Untethered Soul. Have you read that? I haven't, but it's funny because Corey said the same thing. I actually have it on my shelf because I'm about to read it because he said the same thing you're saying about it. He read it. Yeah, for me, that was, it was very tangible for a lack of better words, that it really helped me separate that. Yes, um, that makes sense. Because just talking about it and saying we're not our our thoughts, some people have a really hard time grasping and like detangling what that means. Yeah. So that book really helped me, guided me through 
that process of untangling and understanding what that really meant per se. Yes. And I, that is something I think about because it's easy to say, but if you haven't quite experienced that, I, I can see how it would be really hard to wrap your mind around that. And so once, once you have that experience, it's like this inner knowing yes. that you can't ever unknow. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, it's amazing. So I'm, def- I'm going to read the book for sure. And I think it's amazing that that book was able to help you like make that make sense. Yes. And I know even for my mom, she's definitely on her at the beginning journey, but that, that book really was that helping that breaking point. Like, wow, I'm not my thoughts. So I will link that book below. Also, Lizzie, you do meditations, right? So that's something that you offer for your clients and for people you have a YouTube channel and things like that, correct? Yes, I do. Um, yeah, my YouTube channel, I spent about a whole year working just on my YouTube channel where I uploaded a bunch of meditations. It's Meditation 5D. And I have meditations for beginners, like I have a three minute body scan. And then I also have other meditations for like, if you want to meet your guides or your angels or pass, do a past life regression. I have meditations for sleep. Like if you, if you can't fall asleep, also if you want to lose weight, I have a couple of hypnosis videos on there for weight loss, like pretty much anything that you'll need a meditation for I have on my channel. Awesome. So you guys listening, this is your confirmation and now you have no excuse because they will be linked below and go straight there. Lizzie, you are amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time and energy for sharing your thoughts with us and just your journey where I would absolutely love to have you back on. Yes, Amber. Thank you so much for having me. And I, I will be more than happy to come back on because we have so much more to talk about. Like it does not stop here. So we're going to have to schedule that. And I truly, truly appreciate you. It's been awesome. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Same sweetheart. Before we wrap it up, I've got some podcast gems for you. We have Heather Harrington's Hot Mess Espresso. Her resilience and vibrant energy are just what you need on your healing journey. Also, give a listen to Hunter Allen's Everything is Connected podcast for some refreshing insights on emotional intelligence and mental health. Please go check them out. You definitely won't be disappointed. The content provided in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The intention of the host and guests is to spread love and awareness. Always seek the advice of your physician or trusted healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you've heard in this podcast.